This is Miller's Edge on Tide is the Miller's Edge with Christian Miller, two-time national champion and team captain for the Alabama Crimson Tide and former Carolina Panther and his father, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, a nine-year NFL veteran with the New York Giants and University of South Carolina Hall of Famer. This is the Miller's Edge. Corey Miller, the pastor of pain. Christian Miller, Noah Haynes. We got you for the next hour here on the Tide 100.9 and 1230 WTBS. We got you here. Don't forget, it's a free-for-all Friday. We like to just whatever on Friday. I'm sitting back, relaxed. I'm eating a bowl of Cheerios. It has become one of my faves since my medical condition. Um, I am huge on the Cheerios, man. I don't know. Cheerios, if you're listening, I need you as a sponsor. Cause I'm down like four flats on the Cheerios. Because I eat them morning, I eat them in lunch, I eat them dinner, midnight if I get hungry. Cheerios is what I do. Mm-hmm. That's right, yeah, man. Just uh, honey oats, just the plain. I mix them together. You know, I got the the whole wheat thing going on. So, uh, matter of fact, I got a half a bowl left, and I'm gonna go ahead and get through my intro, give it to Christian. So I can eat my rest of my chicken. No, no, you can you can be yeah. patient because I'm tired of hearing noises and food and chewing and swallowing mm. while we're doing the show. So I mean, boy, just, just, I mean, can, like, can you not just wait like 15 minutes till we go to break? No. You, you, I mean, I feel like. I mean, we you, saw Desmond Howard eating cake on national television. They got me. I years. thought you like being original. So now you want to be like Desmond Howard? No, I ain't trying to be like him. Oh, but dude, I, I, dude I but like, okay, yeah, but seriously, man, can we put the spoon down for two seconds? Like, cheerio, cheerio, cheerio. All right, let's get with it. But anyway, I've never met somebody that literally, literally <laughs> wait, wait, they wait to eat, they wait till they're I at work. Before the show started, Noah and I was talking, right after Gary Harris just finished, and I was eating, I told him I was eating my cheerio. But so, I'm saying you always eat during the show. I always, no, I haven't been eating in a while. Biscuits, you get the Starbucks uh, mm, things. Mm. That's a lie. I'm so I feel bad. I feel bad for our listeners that they had to, to, to go the the listeners making can, them hungry. Can, right. The listeners can't like feel me. They they get it because I'm original. I'm the OG. I keep it real. Right. Yeah. Where, 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 where does this come from, Mike Reese? You keep talking about how I keep it real. Like, where, where are you getting this? Who is boosting your head? Like, right? Like, I find the past few days, all you've been talking about is how real you are. Where is this coming from? It's like you. It's like you have like. You, I feel like you have like ops, man. Like you, you talk like like everybody's out against you or 
Where, where is this coming I'm from? Gonna, I just get tired of phony people. Who, uh, anyway, <laughs> I feel like you create enemies, man. <laughs> I, feel, I feel. I feel like. No. <laughs> I feel like you intentionally. Well, if you don't have no enemies, you're not trying hard enough. No, but I feel like you go out your way like to almost like start beefs. I'm just kind of like I, I, no, no, no beef. It's just listen. I just like realness. I like. I don't like middle. Def- I don't like fence riders. I don't like people that one way this way while they're doing this and another way doing this. And I want it real. That's what, all. What, what, what have you ever considered? What if you're wrong? I've been wrong a lot. <laughs> but I will say it when I'm wrong. Yeah. They get well, say Mel is wrong. I will say I was wrong. I have no problem doing that. It's mm. all repentance. No there problem doing that. Well, here, real quick. I'll, here, matter of fact, get your last few bites because while you do that, I want to say a big thanks to our presenting sponsor. That's a good feet store. If you're in any type of pain, foot pain, knee pain, or back pain, check our friends out at the good feet store. If you're in Tuscaloosa, head on over to the good feet store in Midtown Village. Right there, you can go holler at Douglas, his crew. They'll take great care of you, get you fitted for your premium arch sports that are designed to eliminate and alleviate pain. I'm telling you guys, if you haven't tried them, please go try them again. This isn't just, you know, just me saying this. I mean, we, we actively wear these, you know, that they've helped us from all the pain that, that we've been in from playing football, but you don't even have to be an athlete. Anybody can, can wear these arch supports and, and really they're great for any and every situation, whether you're on the golf course, you're in the grocery store walking around, you're, you're on your feet, you're a nurse, right? So many different situations. I'm telling you, they're life changing. Uh, you'd be surprised at how much less pain you experience when you try these out. So go check them out again. That's a good feet store in Midtown Village. Or if you're not local, there's a good feet store near you. But you can figure that out by going online to goodfeet.com and uh, find the nearest one to you and schedule an appointment. Again, that's good feet, improving the quality of people's lives two feet at a time. Now, um, I can keep talking a little bit while you finish your Cheerios, but I do want to make sure you're, you're able to get your, your rant in today because I don't think you got it in yesterday which I mean I feel like, yeah, I feel, I feel like people enjoy wrong. those rants you said you want you want to start with your rant you want to end with your rant let's go baby let's go ahead and here's the thing a couple of things though as I normally said though you know it's like you're there for dinner you, well you're here, you're here with us for lunch so I'm going to set the table for you real quick for the show and let's get rolling uh, a couple of things a lot of you know a lot of things happened with Bama yesterday we knew that no no shocker no breaking news um you know, Gwen McKinstry, Terry Arnold, who we thought we talked about a little bit yesterday. He now decided to go uh, to the NFL. Chris Braswell, another guy that I said I needed to talk to, uh, but before I got a chance, he has leaked for all, now going to the senior bowl with Jim Nagy and the boys down there in Mobile. So he's out. That's three defensive starters. You got, uh, you know, Iboingby, he's going to the NFL. That's four defensive starters. So they got people out, but a lot of good news too coming back. Uh, some guys are deciding to stay, which they need to stay. We'll break those down for you on the program today. And I think Gary Harris, like, you know, Gary Harris is Jim Nag, I'm not Jim Harbaugh me. You know what I mean by that? Cause yesterday, you know, I was talking about all my rant with NIL and I, I turned on a thing before the show, but he was going off and did a good job, by the way. And he's right. And that's what I want to get into on the program today because not just everybody talking about you know, what happened at, at Ole Miss and the running back. Actually, another two running backs are out at Ole Miss. And everybody know how aggressive they have been uh, in the transfer portal and, and bringing in big-time guys, spending money there soon. Um, so let me just start right here, Christian, because I think a lot of people think when you talk about transfer portal and NIL and, and when you're talking about 
collectives, right? A lot of people think that these guys are getting these astronomical amounts of money. And that's not true. That is not true. There's only a set few big-time quarterbacks, a big-time receiver, big-time tackle, maybe a rusher, just like NFL. Those positions are going to get more money, right? Right. And But when you're talking about across the board, all these guys hopping in the portal are not getting huge amounts of money. I mean, you know, some might get 80, some might get 100, some might, you know, there might be a few and a couple hundred. And it's also dispersed but, through through several years, so people understand that right. too. It's, it's not and so it's not up front. It's not it's not the money that people are thinking. And I know this because I I am a collective. I work with the collective at the University of South Carolina, so I know. And I know what people are asking for. I know what people are getting. I know what other schools are doing with their collectives. Believe me, I know. Okay, but just so you know. Most of these guys are not getting these astronomical, crazy amounts of money, right? But still, when you think about college, you throw an eighty thousand dollar deal or a hundred thousand dollar deal is a lot of money to a college athlete that that's coming to school broke. <laughs> okay, but here's my point, real quick, and I'm not going to because Gary got into it a lot. I, I want to like NIL, but I can't. I, I'm excited for the players. I've been on record from day one. Players are being cheated. The players have been prostituted by the NCAA, by major college. The players have been prostituted. Let's just get that point number one. They have been used and abused and thrown to the ashes for years. And everybody else gets paid. Everybody else live in the big house with nice cars. Everybody else leave and go change schools when they want to. Coaches. So, but those poor players who, they walk into the living rooms. They walk into, talk to mom and dads and everybody and tell them all, get, I get the education. I get all of that. I get people to say free, which that drives me crazy. Ain't nothing for free. They don't get a free education. I can tell you that. Christian Miller can tell you that. You're okay getting up four or five a.m. for one of the workouts, all the work that you do, the time you don't have off, the school, it ain't free. You earn what you get, okay? So all you listeners out there, stop saying that word free because it's totally wrong. Not free. They earn it. They work for it. But everybody else gets paid. Everybody else gets their pockets lubricated, their bank accounts lubricated, but the athletes for years been prostituted. So I, I was on board for players, but players getting paid. The right thing to do. Nick Saban had told the people when they implemented this whole system that it was failure. It was going to be the wild, wild west. They opened up a can of worms. It's going to be horrible. Well, here it lies a problem right now is exactly what's happening. It's horrible. The NCAA has zero control. These guys are going running rampant wherever they want to go to school. Right? They're changing, they're leaving, nobody's staying, they're, they're chasing the bag, they're chasing the dollar. It is not name, image, and likeness. It is not all caps that. They're not out doing, they, I mean, we see the language, we see the pop-up tips, we see many things, uh, a few minimal things like this, but for the most part, it's pay for play. 
Where can I go get the biggest bag? Where can I go get the most money? And this really was irking me now. Because the old school for me is really coming out. Where's your commitment to the school? Where's your commitment to going to a place, not for four or five, but for 40 or 50? That you're going to go back one day with your kids and grandkids and go to the game and go to functions and meet people and meet and greet the fans and, and they're going to have a player fan relationship because you did things so well at the, your said university. This is not happening anymore. And I said this with Shane Beaver's piece here in Columbia. I did a piece. Nobody gives a crap about your school anymore. These kids, so these commitments, these hats, these videos, all of this crap is nothing but crap. Because for the most part, look at all these guys that bought me yesterday. Oh, he was the 2022 number two safety in the country. Oh, he was the 2023 this, and he was a this, and he was a top blah, blah, blah. It don't freaking matter because the kids get there, they're out. If they don't get on the field, they're out. You have a hard time of building depth. Something Alabama had for years, they had depth because kids like you, Christian, and others came and worked the tail off that weren't quite ready and, and waited their time. Matt Jones waited his time, and he Ryan still Robinson. was able to accomplish. Yeah. Ryan Robinson, Josh yeah. Jacobs, these guys waited their time and still making millions and millions of dollars in the National Football League. It is possible. So now we're living in a world of, okay, who's going to pay the big-time players? No, these kids don't care no more. And it's a sad day for college football, Christian. And when you don't have, I love being here. I'm in Columbia. I've been here for 35, 36 years. I came here in 1987. I still live here. I had, I've been the sports director at Watch Fox Local of Fit. I've been, I worked the TV at the University of South Carolina for the football games. I've never had regular jobs. I've done things and I still do. I've had speaking engagements. I still get called. All of this stuff is still related, even though I'm an Alabama Crimson Tide fan. But I am a University of South Carolina alumnus till I die. And I always will be. And it will still be number one in my heart. Who gives a crap about lack of champion? This is a great school, a great program, great people that I've met. There's no, there's not going to be a lot of that anymore. I mean, we got kids going from West Coast to the East Coast, here to there. So, my last point, get used to it. Something's got to happen. If it don't, we're in trouble. And the Alabama that used to be, it's going to get even harder. Because you're going to get a team like Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin that some booster are going to say, you know what? Hey, I'll give you $2 million. Just go get the freaking dudes. We'll give them the money. And reality is, as George Young once told me, the old GM of the Giants years ago, they didn't like going in when free agency happened. I was, I was a part of when free agency happened in 1993, people. Before that, it was something called Plan B. Right, you can protect so many players on your roster. The other ones were free agency. Then it became full fledged free agency. I was a part of that, and I could have left New York and went to New Orleans and played for Coach Playoffs. You mean Playoffs? They wanted me and put a bunch of money out there. 
but it was something about the team that drafted me. It was something about the team that that believed in me. And that was the New York football Giants. And I spent a long time there before I hurt my neck and finished up in Minnesota. But there was, even today, I, I post videos. If you follow me, you see there's a correlation with Corey Miller and the New York Giants, with Corey Miller and Lawrence Taylor, with Corey Miller and Pepper Johnson, with Corey Miller and Phil Sims, with all these great Hall of Fame Michael Strahan. There's that. And college, there's still that kind of stuff there. But now, it ain't going to happen. So that being said, NIL sucks. Yes, I work for a collective. Yes, I want players to get paid, but I want them to do it the right way. But I hate what's happening to college football because things have changed. And, and, and unfortunately, it's going to, it's going to, I think it's going to make Nick Saban leave this game earlier than he wants to because he don't want to do that. Yeah. He can go show all the trophies, all those rings. You remember, we're on, you pull out your rings the other night on extra. That used to mean something, but now do they really mean something? When you walk in, Mal Moore over there, does it really mean something? You see all the displays, all the All-Americans, all the trophy winners, all of this stuff. Does it really mean something anymore? All those kids going to remember say, that's great. But can I get 200000 Because this so-and-so said screw off of me. 200,000. That's, that's, that's called pay for play. 100%. I mean, that's, that's what it is. I mean, if you look at Ole Miss, Quinshawn Judkins, I mean, again, I don't know the backstory. I'm, I'm not in that locker room, I'm not in that organization, but, um, somebody's gotta be, I mean, you, you think somebody's gotta be offering that dude a substantial amount of money, uh, to leave Ole Miss. I mean, he's put over like 3,000 yards up and he's their, their star running back, man. Like, he's the guy. And I mean, it, it clearly has to be some type of some somebody's offering them some. In my opinion, now could I be wrong? I definitely could be wrong, but it, it, that's that's just what it feels like. But just to kind of put a bow on everything you said, no, you're right. It, it's exactly what you said. It is. It's pay for play. It's not nil. I hate the term nil now, um, which is it's supposed to be name, image, and likeness because that's just not really what we're seeing. Like all it is is basically enticing young athletes to come to a you know said school. By using cash and other assets to to get them there, and then the issue with with me is is there's just no guidelines or legislations that you have to adhere to. Like basically, you know, if somebody's like, oh hey, we need this type of player, you know, let's go dangle some stuff in front of him, see if he'll enter his name in the portal, we can get him here. I don't understand why. I mean, could they not just find a system or a way to say, all right, you know, it's completely prohibited to use nil in recruiting? Because I think that's the biggest issue, right? I mean, I, I still think a lot of a lot of the stuff is overboard as well, but I think that's probably the first area that you need to attack because that's where I feel like we're hurting the most <clears throat> is by guys just entering the portal, leaving, transferring, uh, all the stuff you just described. I think that's where you start. And how do you, and, you know, how do you go about that? Maybe you know, prohibit it in recruiting or or use of NIL in the portal or whatever you want to use, however you want to coin it. And the problems, I don't know how you track that, but maybe look. All I'm saying is. That it, if they used to find a way to to limit all that stuff, they can go back to trying to. The problem is that they just opened up the floodgates. They went from okay, you can't even you know receive a, a 50, 50 cent you know pack of gum, but now all of a sudden you can receive fifty thousand dollars overnight, right? 
I would say, look, it just makes 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 make it so you can't use it in recruiting. And if you do, if if they can investigate and find out there was that type of communication or those type of agreements made prior to said player uh, transferring or committing to said school, then they're in trouble, right? Like, I mean, that's yep. just the start. I mean, and I'm not saying that'd be the easiest thing. I'm still, I'm sure there's still ways around it, right? Like, just like anything else, but. <clears throat> to me, I don't understand why they don't even try to do that because that that would be at least one huge step in the right direction, right? Because that's the biggest issue is when it comes to kids transferring and putting their name in the portal. Like you said, the allegiance in, in, in college sports is gone, and it does suck to see that. But, I mean, it is what it is. We slowly were kind of creeping towards that even before NIL just with – I mean, I, I'll be honest. You could just sense like you – know, I'll give you an example. Like an Alabama program like Alabama, before even NIL, we were slowly kind of losing – the you know that that sense of allegiance just because guys were so accustomed to seeing you know Alabama put players in the NFL they would just come and commit here because they're like hey I'm gonna come play for Coach Seven play at Alabama because I know they put me in the best position to go play in the NFL and so we already were kind of fighting that battle here because it slowly went from you know when Coach Seven first got here you had a bunch of hardworking dudes that were really building the foundation of this program. And then even still, when we were, you know, because look, my recruiting class is number one recruiting class. We had a bunch of dogs. However, there was still that 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 tradition. There still was that standard that was, you know, that we knew we had to uphold, right? But then it slowly, you know, started to. I won't say it started dwindling, but you could just tell each class year after year that sense of kind of commitment and that allegiance slowly felt like it was kind of just coming less and less because guys had their eyes and sights set on the NFL already just because they know what Alabama – Alabama slowly is – and really has been for quite some time now becoming a stepping stone to the NFL, not just for players but for coaches uh, as well. But now uh, with the use of the transfer portal and NIL, it's even worse. And now it's not just successful programs like Alabama. Now it's every program. Every program just kind of, you know, a stepping stone – you know what I mean? Even if it's just, all right, I'm going to use this program for this year until I can, you know, play well, then get some more money out of the portal the next year. I mean, it's it's just a mess, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't understand why they can't just at least yeah. try to uh, <laughs> try to do the something. Like I said, like, it's just, you know, y'all used to have all those rules and regulations. Bring, <laughs> bring some of them back. Right? Not all of them. Yeah, but they do. I mean, I'm going to All right, we got to break. When we come back, a couple guys are staying like Dylan Thomas. Uh, Dylan, what's not Dylan Thomas? Who? I'm sorry. I'll take 32. <laughs> I'm thinking Dylan, your old linebacker, middle linebacker. Oh, Deontay Lawson. Oh, Ty. Deontay Lawson. Shout yeah, out to Ty sorry. Simpson. Talk about a guy sticking it out. You know, he's supposed to stay. I want to talk wait, about wait, Ty Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. What do you mean? See, don't take away from that. Don't take away from that. I want to talk about Deontay Thompson. Deontay Lawson. Dude, see, look, slow down. You're just throwing out names now. You're not even thinking. No, I'm just saying. Deontay Lawson. Deontay Thompson plays in the NFL. He's a free agent right now. He played with me. Deontay Lawson, middle linebacker. Tresman Marshall, by the way. Yeah, you just said Deontay Thompson. Excuse me, 17. Tresman Marshall, by the way, this morning declared for the draft. So he's not coming back. He did what? <laughs> he would. It would have been his sixth year, man. I think that's best, right. anyways. I, I hate to say it, but I mean, it, I think I think we've got did some other options. He watched the film, brother Mike. Listen, I think we've got some other options. You know, I'd, I'd love to see some of these other guys get opportunities. So I'm, I'm not mad at that. That's, that's all I'm all gonna right. say to that. I want to talk about these guys, please. Lawson, Moore, and others when we come back. Plus, I'll let you hear what Yale Alabama had to say right after Bama got the tail kicked. That's coming up. Be back in a moment.
you receiving unemployment, your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account. And only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov slash fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Labor, ABA, and the station. The Alabama Department of Labor is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for TTY accessibility. 24-7. You'll find road and utility crews, tow truck, law enforcement, and first responders working along Alabama's roadway. We're making improvements and helping our communities stay connected. We're working hard to make sure you're safe on the road. Now we need your help to make sure we're safe too. Alabama's move over law requires you to move over a lane when you see flashing lights on the roadside. And if you can't safely move over, please slow down. Visit drivesafealabama.org. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Tide 100 Point nine, Tuscaloosa weather. Increasingly cloudy this afternoon. Rain becoming widespread tonight across Alabama. The high today, 54. Tonight's low, 42. Tomorrow, rain ending early in the day. The clouds will linger through the afternoon hours. The high at 55. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 49 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. And we're back here to Mill's Edge on a Friday. I uh, get get my rant on the NIL. I'm done with that. But I do want to talk about again some players that have made decisions, and and I'm gonna give you good or bad on a couple of players that. You are familiar with Lawson, Moore, and others, and uh, Tristan Marshall. Uh, I will give you that in just a moment. But here's what I'm saying as I finish up the NIL Christian conversation. Here's what Aaron Sellers, who's been on our show, good friend of the show. We love him. Great dude. Great, does a great job. But right after Bama, just got their butts kicked. <laughs> Going to the locker room with the confederate holding the cheeks. Right? This pops up. I see on X. Right after the celebration was, I mean, started everything. This video pops up. Norm, give it to me. Well, that's the final from here in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl as Michigan is on to the college football playoff national championship game. Alabama ends a, a memorable 2023 season, a season that uh, was a wild ride filled with a lot of thrills, a lot of emotions, a lot of uh, a lot of good times for the fans in from this season that will ultimately be remembered for the program's 30th SEC championship. But in this disappointment, we need to take action. We need you to help build Alabama's NIL entity into the biggest in the country. Yay, Alabama needs your support. We need to keep this train rolling, keep this thing moving forward. And the way we do that, the way the fans have the most um, involvement in the program is supporting NIL. So take that bitter disappointment that you have and let's move into using it for good for NIL. So, Let me put it in layman terms. We just got our A kit by Michigan. <laughs> we just got dominated in the trenches. Our offensive line can't block Corey Miller. So here's how we help this. Here, get your phones out. No, don't download that Tire 100 right now. But get your phone out and join up to Yay Alabama so we can go out and buy some players. So we're not being embarrassed on national television. All right, all right, all right. Tone it down a little bit. Doing a little too much. There you go. So that's what I'm saying. Bro, 
As you can see, final just happened. Alabama goes down in overtime to the Wolverines of Michigan, 27 to 20. Michigan moves on to take on the winner of Texas and Washington. Alabama goes back to Tuscaloosa with their head down. But here's what we need to do. You need to give some money so NIL can do what NIL needs to do. That's all I'm saying. I mean, that right there. And I'm not mad at him for doing this. I'm just saying, again, I'm with a collective. I'm just saying this, my friends, this, my friends, is where college football is and what it's all about now. I mean, this is right after the game. He might have went upstairs or I don't know where he was at or if he's at the game, but like they did not even, I'm talking about, this is right after the game, Christian. Right. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I, I it, it was very quick. I agree with you. And only thing I'll say is I don't, I don't like us being the example because I've heard uh, numerous head coaches after getting whooped in the the regular season go to the podium and and make comments about hey that's why you got to contribute to our pro like so it's not it's not <laughs> like you know this is it wasn't Mark Stoops of Kentucky did it one hundred percent. And know, I've, I've heard I've heard y'all talk about Georgia and I'm in Georgia. You want to beat Georgia? Well, we want them kind of players. Well, we we need some money. And I've heard y'all's head coach, Coach Beamer, uh, talk about that in a press conference as well. So, that, I mean, everybody does it. And, I, I mean, like I said, you got to chill, man. I wouldn't say get in our butt. Well, do we we not play great? No. But, again, the game went into overtime. Man, you lost. Anytime you lose, I call it butt whoop. I don't care if it's one point or 30 points. I, and I, let's be real about it. Let's not sugarcoat. They got their tails kicked in the trenches where Bama normally wins. And that's the problem. Whatever, but I mean, at least we still were in the college football playoffs. With that being now, said, see, I, that is oh, that is. Are you going there? Is that where Alabama you know is now? I'm saying like at you, least we you, got. Is that is that is that where we going now? Listen, you know me. I, I I don't normally I don't normally go there, but you talking about somebody who's a game cock talking crazy about us? Like, come on, yeah, now. Like, because like, we don't like, go there. Sound we don't have those expectations. South Carolina don't have those expectations. I Alabama know. does. So Alabama can't sit there and go, well, at least we got there. No, they had a great year. They won the 30th SEC championship. But you can't take that mindset. Well, at least we got there. No. You should put, I'm, you, I'm saying, when, I'm you didn't go into that South game Carolina like, I hope we win this game. You went into that game expecting to win that game, expecting to dominate. Like Nick Saban said on Pat McAfee's show. He said, they was hooping and hollering all right before the game. And he felt like that was a problem. Because all that hooping and hollering, and they went out there to get kicked around. Yeah, no, no. And I look, and look he look, reminded look, them no. about that at halftime. Yeah, no. I mean, look, I, I saw videos of we had guys staring staring Michigan players down, our offense line. You know, Kool-Aid we, McKinstry was one of them. Yeah, our offensive line, me, like, walking the field, walking, you know, through Michigan's uh, yeah. sideline, me, mugging them. And I saw ESPN was posting that clip after, like, the first quarter and a half, almost – I wouldn't say mocking them, but almost like they knew it was going to get engagement because Michigan's defensive line was was eating us up in that first quarter for sure. I'm going to be straight up. I'm, and ESPN posted that clip, and I'm not going to lie. I saw it. And I'm like, dang, man, like it goes back to my theory. Like I almost think we kind of got a little ahead of ourselves, right? I feel like we kind of got a little big-headed. Got a little confident. Yeah, I mean, and even like if you go back. Overly to, confident. Yes, and if you go back to some of the interviews, and I know they were excited. They were proud of themselves. Uh, for coming from where they came from week two, week three, and then they just went and beat Georgia. But, I mean, I was hearing guys, so we'll always be the standard. We're the standard. Like, guys kind of going out of their way of really talking 
a big game, which again, they just beat Georgia and they did it in a great fashion. They're, they're physical. They were dominant up front, but I'm not going to lie. I, 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 that was kind of coming to mind. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't, it kind of reminded me of preseason. Remember during SEC media days, we're hearing a lot of talk about murder ball and this and like all these, all these things. And then the first three games were like, whoa, whoa, like, Man, we were talking a big, yeah, we were talking a big game, and, and we're not really showing anything. Anyway, with all that said, that, that that's that's all that's all I'm saying in terms of that. I, I, trust me, I'm very transparent. We we did not play well. I just go about saying it a different way because I'm never going to sit there and down talk my team like that. Just like, I'm, well, I guess you probably actually you probably would do it in South Carolina. I'm different though because I, I just I have done it many times. You get your butt It didn't work out very well when you did that. So that's all I'm saying. I'm not going to sit there and disrespect these guys because I. Look, I'm, I've been in their shoes. I'm part of the same brotherhood as them. Did they play great? No. They'll be the first ones to tell you that. But I'm not going to sit there and... and, and you don't keep, think a coach would have said, hey, you got your butt kicked? I'm not a coach. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not going to be that guy. That, I ain't that, saying you got to say that. I'm just saying they did, especially the first half. I'm not, I understand where you stand. I'm just saying you can't mean mug. You can't hoop and holler. You heard me say many times... Don't, we even with the offensive lineman. Don't go to SEC media day and all this. We're going to make people quit. All yeah, the I, stuff I we heard. I don't do that. And none either. of that transpired at all. So if you're going to talk the talk, like Prime said, you're going to talk it, you better be able to walk it because if not, you're going to get ridiculed and people are going to come at you. Most right? definitely. I agree. That's just all. It ain't, I'm not, it's not personal. I'm just saying Alabama is better than what they showed. And here, let me go to here to this because they have, they had, they're going to be sick when they watch the film. Or if the seniors that's leaving or whomever leaving, they're going to be sick because I went back and seen plays. They're five to seven, eight plays. If they just do their responsibility, they win the game. Easily. I so it's not that they couldn't win it. Not that they weren't good enough. They just underachieved. They didn't play to the standard of Alabama. 100%. Why? And that's the biggest question. All right, here real quick, because we got phone calls too. 205-342-9904. Again, don't forget the free download time. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Let me, I, I, let me, I, I didn't uh, finish it. I'll send on Yale, Alabama real quick. Just, and as no. much as much, just real quick, and I don't, I don't want this to come off like I'm talking down on it, cause it's not just Yale, Alabama. Cause if you, if you have the means to support Yale, Alabama, please do. That's great. It goes to a great cause. But, I, but, but, here's a but. I will say this though. And I said this before, but this kind of was unveiled and all this stuff. I still personally, it's just me, and I'm not, I'm not trying to dissuade anybody from engaging with them at all. So don't take it that way, because I, I don't want it to be like that. But yeah, I still, the, I still, yeah. yeah, I still feel kind of, I don't know how I feel about asking the, some of these fans, you know, for more and more and more, because I know a lot of fans, man, they give a lot of money, they pay a lot of money to go support the team, they pay a lot of money to travel and, and tickets and. Concession prices are expensive. Hell, inflation's high. Freaking market's not great, right? And so sometimes it's kind of like, damn, man. Like I, I know we make so much money from TV and all this. Like, could we not try to, you know, implement some more of that money? Maybe I just, I, it just sometimes it kind of rubs me because I'm just like, man, we really do have some great fans. I mean, you listen to like Ellis is on the line, man. Dude, literally, probably spends a lot of his hard-earned money just to go watch Alabama support yeah, Alabama. Alabama. You know what I mean? And I'm just, I just think of those. But I'm like, dang, man, I just feel bad because. A lot of people probably don't have it. And then if you don't have, you don't have to support. But it's just like at some point, it's just, I don't know. I mean, I guess the NFL teams, you know, they, they don't, I guess they ask their fans to come buy no, tickets. No, 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 no. What, I'm, what I'm saying is, they have, but what I'm saying is like, can we try to get the, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. You got to use NIL. You have to use collectives. 
And my whole point to all of this, not to belittle Aaron Settles, because I, I love what he does. I love it when he was working for other websites and things. But my point was, this is where NIL is today. That a school like Alabama doesn't have a choice anymore. Whereas the championships used to matter. The sending guys to the league used to matter. How many guys on NFL Ross? We got more than about that stuff used to matter. And it still does to a degree. But the reality is, chinga linga linga, the cheese outweighs all of that stuff today. And that my, that's my whole point. I was drawing this up for people to see. This is where we are as far as college football. If Alabama has to do this kind of stuff, that should tell you that that should say that should say a lot. If Alabama's collectors have to say, let me do a video right after the game, and I hope do you stick to your stomach based on what you just saw, because this don't normally happen. Right? That's a problem. All right, real quick before I forget to Ellis. Um thirty two's coming back, lost. I think the right decision for him. Uh, I ain't gonna get deep in it, but he had a, he made a lot of mistakes in the championship game. I'll just put it to you that way. Uh, that touchdown to other things, he made a lot of mistakes. Uh, Jihad Campbell is coming back. That gives him two veteran guys coming back at the linebacker position. I think that's great. He didn't play his best either. Um, they have something to prove. They gotta get better. They have to get better. They gotta get meaner. They gotta get tougher, but I love the fact that they realize that and that they're coming back. I love the fact that Malachi Moore is coming back. So you got three veteran players there, but you lose seven starters uh, off that defense. So there's going to be a lot of position that's going to be open uh, coming for the Tide this, this offseason. Now, uh, 17, Marshall, transfer from Georgia. Bad decision. NFL. Wait, but he, uh, but it, but he bad it would have been his sixth year. I don't care, but some people are going to come back seven years. Listen, he's not ready. He no, runs no, around. He's, he's, no, he's not, but I hate to say this. I mean, do you really think him coming back one more year would have just... Well, it I, gives him depth I'm and not, it gives him more experience. It does. But they probably but, told but, him to go ahead. I, I, this is probably Nick Saban saying, go ahead and do your thing because we got younger guys ready to play. I think that's more the case than anything. But, correct. you know, for him, if anything, he should have transferred to somewhere where he could start and have another good year if it's not in Alabama. He's not NFL ready. Sorry, he's not NFL ready. Well, I mean, if I'm being honest, I mean, I, 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 I don't, if I'm being honest, I mean, he might he might just not be an NFL type player either. I don't think he is. There's special teams. He could be a special teams fast, but he. I, you I, know, I, I mean, I, I, they, keeps calling him, they keep calling him fast, man. I feel like I don't. To me, he runs good, but he's soft. He's soft. He's I, I don't think he's that. He always, I hate to say, he was a liability in coverage. I wouldn't label him as fast. I mean, he he might be quick at times, but he I wouldn't label him as fast. Again, well, no no disrespect to him. Just being honest, just, I don't know what that move was all about. But I, I think Nick Saban, and that's another thing. Coach is going to have to manage their rosters. And there's some guys they say, hey, that's a transfer portal. They ain't going to play here. You know, I don't care if was five star coming out of high school or four star coming out of high school. Coach Saban sitting in practice for two years. He's saying that they can't beat nobody out. Guess what he said? Move the heck on. Because we got to go find somebody to play. And that's what's happening. This is all the stuff that's happening with college sports, football especially, right now. Quick break. My man, Ellis, hang tight. We come back. Phone calls the rest of the way. We'll get to take a quick break. This is the Middle's Edge. No Haynes, Christian Miller, Corey Miller, pastor of pain. We are the Middle's Edge on Tide 1.9, 1230 WTBS. We'll be back in a moment.
The Alabama Securities Commission protects you from financial fraud. Anyone asking you for investment money must be licensed. You're careful with your money. Fraudsters aren't. Before you invest, call our hotline at 1-800-222-1253 to verify the licensing of the person making an offer and the product. Don't lose your hard-earned money. Learn to protect yourself at asc.alabama.gov. Paid for by the Investor Protection Trust and brought to you by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Caretaker was very rough with me. I thought they did it because I wasn't moving fast enough. Elder abuse is a crime, and together we can stop it. If you or someone you know has been abused, neglected, or exploited, call the Adult Abuse Hotline at 1-800-458-7214. That's 1-800-458-7214. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Human Resources, the Department of Justice, ADECA grant number 18-VA-VS-050, the ABA, and this station. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Welcome back on the Friday, Corey Miller. Christian Miller, Noah Haynes. 205-342-9904. We're going to get out to the phone lines and talk to our good friend, Ellis. Ellis, happy Friday, my friend. Hope you are doing well. Doing just fine. How y'all doing? Man, we're blessed, doing bro. Doing great, Ellis. I went to the doctor today, Ellis, to, to get a next uh, x-ray, you know, because I've been having numbness and things like that. And uh, he told me how terrible my neck was. Anyway, <laughs> he's like, well, you did play a long time at linebacker, so that's like having... All these car wrecks. So I was like, well, yeah, I knew my neck was pretty bad. Yeah, so ne- next time you want to keep talking about, oh, it's so soft nowadays. They need to keep doing it. Think, think about that daughter's visit before you keep say- saying all this football, yeah. this and that. Yeah, well, I'll do it again. So that's not very smart. Yeah, it is because <laughs> I love the game. I love cracking heads. Okay. Well, no, you can still, you can still can do that, but what I'm well, saying is that, that, that's why they manage it in practice, though. The problem was y'all weren't, y'all had no, like, off time, no downtime. Y'all were going full pads multiple times a day, year round. Like, I, that, that's the issue. That's Ellis, why, that's Ellis, why y'all, it does. You and I, we love this. He's a, he's a young buck. You know, football is about cracking heads, man. You can't yes. even remember the guy's name. You call Deontay, what do you call him? Deontay Thompson, Deontay Lawson, buddy, Lawson. Then you call it WTBS, it's WTBC. I mean, come on, man. Is that from cracking, is that from cracking the heads? Probably. That, that's from, that's probably from just age. Cause I get going fast sometimes. Like he's done it many times. I just don't call him out. That's well, that's not radio. true. That is not <laughs> true. No, hey, it's really just radio, bro. <laughs> that is radio, man. That is, no, that's called cracking too much, and then and that's why you don't do it anymore. <laughs> Go ahead, Ellis. Well, that's why I played when I played football. That's why I played it because you got to crack heads. You got yeah. to crack heads. Now you never yeah. want to be called soft. One thing as an athlete, yeah. brother, you never want to be called soft. If you call well, I wasn't that's that's, yeah. that's somebody attacking your manhood, right? Yeah. And and I will say this: this defense that's losing seven players has been kind of soft. If you go look yeah. back at the touchdown run with Quorum, I remember these names. That those defensive guys like Deontay Lawson and Kool Aid McKinstry, they arm tackle, and those bats run right through it. 
like diarrhea. Okay. Yes, yes, sir. Am I right? I'm, you're right. You're correct. That defense has been soft. We used to have dudes that will crack heads. That will. Ruben Foster will tell you. I know this name. He will make you feel <laughs> him. He will make you feel that he was there. These guys today. Oh, he, he made, the worst he made a teams. lot of them feel it back in his day when he played for yeah. Alabama. Yeah, he knows. I, I, watch, I always watch for him on the field to wait for him to hit somebody where I could watch it and just go, uh, you know, uh. Yeah. Hey, you remember when Mac Brown hit a tough it was Texas A&M on See, special team? You did it again. It's Mac Wilson. I mean, Mac, Mac whatever his name is. <laughs> He hit Speedy Noy, not his two thousand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Speedy wasn't wild. Well, like that Texas Lincoln, and Mac Wilson. Like when Lincoln Foster hit uh, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, come on now. When he was getting, yeah, been when he, it's been a while. I yeah. still I remember these things, but I mean, I may not remember the names all the time. But listen, Mac Wilson made Speedy feel him. And you know, and you know, Alabama. Else you go to the game, they go boom, 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 boom. Ooh, the whole crowd when those big hits happen when Alabama defense do something like that. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all y'all are y'all are twisting what I'm saying. I'm not talking about big hits in the game or like being physical in the game. I'm talking about the 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 relentless practice style where there was no let up. They weren't monitoring you guys. They weren't, you know, limiting the number of, of padded things that, that y'all like to say is soft now. I'm talking about more so the preparation piece. I still think, you, I mean, if you're going to play football, it needs to be played physical. It needs to be played violent. That's that's the only way to play it, right? But what I'm saying is in terms of the preparation stuff, cutting it, cutting it out, that way you can cut loose on game day and not have to sit there and, and continuously do it because that's when it starts really adding up, right? I mean, it's, it's pretty yeah. simple. But anyway, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, no, I, I, I think we shoot. I wish we had some more dudes hitting like Ruben and and uh, Mac on that on that play. I mean, man, what we do, we we had some dogs, man. Well, you did, you did yourself, there, Christian. You know, I was more of an edge guy, so I didn't really have those those opportunities to get shots. Yeah, like but that, there's but. sometimes you did get to hit though. So yeah, every, uh, now, every now and then, every now and then. But I look, but uh, but I wouldn't even. I, I look, I'm I'm self aware. I wouldn't even put myself in a category like Ruben and, and those. I mean, <laughs> that's different. <laughs> Ellis, you got to be Brian built. Edison, First of all, to come to hit like that, Ellis, guys, it's, it's really about attitude, right? You can't be What's the other one that plays – what's the young man that plays in the NFL that used to play for Alabama? He's been uh, sidelined because he's uh, – the way he's been hitting. Oh, the safety from – I think he just signed with New England from Houston. He got suspended oh. again. What's the safety, Christian, that uh, he got uh, sidelined – a little bit, and then he got another suspension. Uh, they cut him, and he went back to Houston. I think I forget. I know oh. you're talking about those. Wait, he's the safety that played at Alabama. He's he's been fined numerous times. Wait, um, did, did I play? Supposedly, did yeah. I play with him? Mm, I think he's older than you. Am I drawing? Kareem Jackson played for the Kareem Broncos. Jackson. Just got signed That's by Houston. Him. Oh, uh, Kareem. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a cornerback, right? Yeah. But then, but then he played you know, one. Did he play one time? Uh, no, he played with uh, Denver for years. Uh, okay. He was teammates with D'Amico at one point in Houston. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, no. He's got uh, soft nowadays. Yeah, Kareem Jackson. If I was the uh, commissioner, I would change these rules, these hitting rules, because I, mean, I, I don't want, you know, blind 
shots and things like that, crap backs. I, I agree with those. But when you see a guy square up and he can see you, put that wood on Put the wood on Put the wood on Let him have it. We got to get back to People used to be scared. You know, what those offensive linemen were saying at SC Media Day, they had me excited because I was like, man, that's what it's all about. right? They're forming an offense. Make them quit. They said all the right stuff. And then and then they looked like J.C. Latham, man. If you saw him, when I saw him out of, at the restaurant Buffalo's and he's walking on the sidewalk at Midtown Village, I was like, we like, hey, man, that's J.C. Latham. I was like, good God, he looked like a Greek God. Right? It's like... He looked like Tarzan. But in the last play of his career, his last play looked like he was Jane. Then that's not good. Uh, I'm going to change the subject. I'm uh, I'm going to go to uh, watch uh, Alabama and Vanderbilt play basketball tomorrow. Oh, that's nice. I went yeah, to a women's that- basketball game last night. Unfortunately, we fell to Ole Miss, but... Um, it's a fun game, though. SEC play is definitely a big jump from non-conference play, at least for women. You know, you know number one in women? I'm going to try to go in one of those honky-tonks and sit there and let me sing. You think they will? What? Oh, you do a little karaoke at the honky-tonk? <laughs> Give me a little something, Alice. Give me a little something. Like, if you had a choice no, at the honky-tonk. No, I can't sing. I can't sing. I can't sing. I can't Give me a little something. Give me like. Oh, you'd be, oh, Lord, have mercy. You ain't letting me off on the show anymore. Listen, man, I went to speak to the Good Feet Store corporate meeting, and they had their uh, little gathering at one of the honky-tonks at Blake Shelton's place, and they had a band there. It's amazing, Nashville. So many people are the great singers that will never, ever get a chance to be like, naturally recognized, but they're so good. But uh, those are fun places to go, man. I love, I call it Nash Vegas. What a fun place to go, man. And, and, and again, be a great basketball game. I think, you know, Oates, uh, Nato's has got to get this thing turned around. They got to play better defense. What the games I've watched thus far, um, you know, they got really good players and hopefully now in the SEC, they'll get things turned around because, you know, SEC is going to be challenging as it is always. Uh, but they'll, they'll have a chance, uh, and I think they'll get better, and it's gonna be good. Because they, they really battle tested. Their all season schedule was tough, so they're battle tested, and I think they'll do well in the SEC. Uh, well, there's a guy on Gary Harris show, well, I'll tell you this, I'll go, he said that, uh, that Alabama, the way they score and everything, high scoring yeah. and everything, said that, uh, the SEC, that, you know, should, they could, they would, uh, could pretty much dominate the SEC. Yeah, well, you know, South Carolina comes to uh, Tuscaloosa on the ninth. That Tuesday, Tuesday yeah, yeah. The game well, I'm comes. I'm going to Memorial Gym. That's a weird place to watch the basketball. That's a weird place to watch the basketball. Yeah, man. We'll we'll represent the Tide. Hopes we get the dub, and then uh, you know, South Carolina comes to to uh, Tuscaloosa, and maybe they start the year two and on the SEC. That'd be really good. I'm gonna go eat at a good some good place too, so I'll have pictures. Yeah, take some pictures. I'll be looking for you on next, my brother. Well, have a great weekend, Alex. We love you, man. Be safe and look forward to talking to you next week. Roll Tide! Roll Tide! And speaking of roll, let's roll over to Noah Jones. I know his name because he's the best reader in Alabama. We got app messages. Noah, take it away. 
Yeah, starting off with an app message from KJ. He says, he's talking about going back to their conversation about NIL and the transfer portal and everything. He says, the answer may be changing the transfer portal. If you make kids sit out a year, that will force coaches to develop and make the kid be committed to the school. They should only be eligible for intermediate transfers if the head coach leaves or if they are grad transfers. That's a good point. And, and I mean, that's what it was. Remember, that's what, it, that's why I never had any teammates hardly ever transfer because only times we got transfers were grad transfers like uh, Richard Mullaney, uh, Jake Coker. I think he had graduated from Florida State. That's why he was able to transfer. Um, might be missing one. Oh, well, no, nah, that's not. We, we would sign some JUCO guys. But anyway, um, yeah, that's pretty much what it used to be. I remember when Mo Smith, Maurice Smith, and I, Smith's brother, who I played with, um, he, when he transferred out of our program, he definitely couldn't go in, in conference because I remember he was trying to transfer to Georgia with Kirby. And I mean, Alabama's oh, like yeah. tooth and nail, basically shutting that well, down. Stewart talked about that. I remember, he said something about it before the tie game, and course, the next second kind of hugged it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, no, I think that's a, a great point. I mean, like like I said, bring back some of the rules. I agree with you, and and try to you know, Smith, yeah. yeah, try try to uh, yeah reinforce these guys staying because I, I like what you mentioned about development. That's really what bothers me, as I feel like. There's such a lack of development in college football. And it's, it's on not just the coaches. A lot of it to me is on the coaches, but also the players, though, because they don't want to sit and learn and grow. They're just trying to up and leave. But also, That's why I like the rule. I like the rule because no no kid wants to hold out, right? If you sit on the pine for a year just to go to school, then you can practice, but you can't play. Hey, wait, hold on, wait, wait. Speaking of that, where are you going? You 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 weren't impressed with Ty Simpson. I was saying I was I was impressed that he'd want to stick it out, and you're saying well he didn't really have a choice anyway. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll Clarify that, that real get, quick. I'm just saying, what have Ty Simpson done? Nothing. He what competed. It, what, it, what? He started third. Tyler Buckner got the start against South Florida. He came in and played, did a good job. But other than that, he hadn't done anything. So when you're a transfer portal guy, you're looking to go somewhere to start. And no, no guy's gonna throw a bunch of money at him, at him and say, "Hey, come here." It's not about play. money with it, but see, that's where you're well, getting it wrong. Whatever. I'm just saying that's why he stayed at Alabama. That's not true. You don't know why he stayed. You're not him, Eli Holstein. I know. But I can give it an opinion. My opinion is he stayed at Alabama because he's in better shape here with a better program, with a chance behind a guy that's number one right now. If you look at odds, that went to the Heisman tie with a couple other dudes in Jalen Miro. How would that so, be in better shape, though? He could go somewhere that doesn't have it. My point is, it makes sense. So all these people with these hypotheticals and theories and all of this stuff, why he he's not in the portal and he believes, well, every player believes he's going to start. He's going to beat somebody out. But the fact is, you got a guy, Jalen Miro, that's tied at number one with Dodds and won the Hydra Trophy next year. A guy that just won the won 12 games. A guy that just won the SEC Championship. A guy that played great football 85% of the time is coming back for, to start. So there's no theory behind it. Let's, let's go to the last wait, message. Hold on, what do you no, got? No, hold on, I want Johnny G. What you got, Johnny G? From uh, Johnny G just had a comment uh, about uh, talking about Bama. I think uh, Christian, to, at the top of the show, talking about uh, – our thoughts of them after the Rose Bowl. He said, Christian makes Bama sound like what changed Miami in the early 90s. They never recovered. I don't think he wants mm. to end up like them. 
He said, I'm, I'm, I'm confused on what he said, but. He said that you, what you say sound like my, what's happening at Miami. They went downhill. They never recovered. That's basically what he said. Wait, wait, who, who said that? Wait, how did, That's Johnny G. No, but I'm Johnny at, G on no, the app. I'm, no, no, I'm saying, I, what, what did I say? What, what am I talking about? Going downhill. He said your comments. What, what comments is what I'm asking. I, I, at least we got assuming, there. That type uh, of like, at least we made it to the semis. I'm assuming well, that you know, at least. Yeah. That's well, well no. Like, like, to clarify, Johnny G. Again, you're talking to somebody that played in four straight national championships and won two of them. I, I, I don't. I don't give a crap about moral victories. I was saying the comment because my dad is. He's a Carolina guy. I was saying. Compared to, I'm saying a Carolina guy was bashing us. All I was saying was, "Hey, well, we're in there. Y'all don't really have room to talk." I was that's friendly banter. Don't Johnny, don't try me on some silly stuff like that. Come on now, y'all know me better than that. Don't 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 do that. What I was you saying, said at least they got there. You did say that. I did say that, but what I'm saying is, you're not, man. We got to get out of here. They, big news sports coming. Y'all about to piss me off on this Friday. Let me get off here. <laughs> you break. Y'all, See, y'all, that's, y'all that's are that's why they called you the politician. Uh, no, 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 no. Y'all are about to get the non-politician answer. I'm about to, y'all, I'm saying, like, yeah, we're good. That's, that's crazy, what we're trying to do. We want to get, get, get off the fence. Get your end off the fence. I, I'm not. Right, it's I'm been not a great show. Fence. Trust me, I'm not. It's been a great show. I'm about to stand on business in a second. Let me. Let's. We gotta go. Lars is in here. Big news sports coming up. I don't have time to do the guys. Before we do that, make sure you check out Alumni Hall in Midtown Village in Tuscaloosa for all your officially licensed Alabama gear, the latest and greatest. They've got the two for thirty eight t shirt deals online at alumnihall.com. Go check them out right now. Again, they've got the Peter Millar Yeti products, the hat wall if you like hats. So go check them out again. That's Alumni Hall where the ultimate Crimson Tide fan shop. We got to get out of here. Have a great weekend, Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter. Big news sports coming up next. We'll see you guys Bye-bye. Monday. <laughs>